0: Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of TMI's PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations. Once again, I'm pleased to bring you the audio of our two most recent chapel talks from this past week by Daniel Espy and Jessica Cox. TMI class of 2019. Our first featured talk is from Daniel Espy. Daniel started attending TMI his freshman year. Next fall, he's hoping to attend the University of Southern California, University of Colorado Boulder, Baylor, or Clemson where he'll study finance. Thank you for listening, and now, enjoy this senior chapel talk.
1: Adoption, what is it? How does it work? Well. As an adoptee, you would figure I would be an expert on the matter. However, I know only a little more than what you know. If you don't already know me, my name is Daniel Espy, and I am, as one might say, outgoing. I thankfully am very proud of who I am and who I've become, but I haven't always been this way. To those who know me well, they know that I have always and will always be outgoing. This trait of mine, however, didn't always come so easily. I am an adopted child from South Korea who was only eight months old when I arrived here in the United States. I remember literally nothing from my very, very short time in South Korea, but my background has affected my entire life. Growing up, I always wanted to be friends with everybody, resulting in my outgoing nature, yet I, always, I wasn't always accepted as I thought I would be. Being a Korean-American proved to be quite the challenge, even though my family was all-American-born. I was lucky to be introduced into a small and welcoming community from as soon as I got here in the United States till fifth grade. When middle school came along, however, things changed as I left everything I knew. For middle school, I decided I wanted to go somewhere different and outside the box, as I always knew the people around me. There was TMI, which, although it was new and all my friends would be going there, it wasn't the right fit for me at the time. There was Concordia Lutheran, the school my brother and sister went to. My family knew most of the people there, so again, the familiarity drew me away. I made my decision and decided to go to San Antonio Academy, a small school near Trinity University. It is an all-boys military school and is quite strict and rigorous. This type of school would usually scare kids of my age away, but as soon as I visited, I loved it. The competitive nature of everyone, the bond everyone shared, the culture everyone had grown up on. Every single bit of the school I loved. After the visit, I decided pretty quickly over the other schools I visited. As I reached the upcoming sixth grade year, my parents and I decided it would be a great idea to try out for the football team in order to make some new friends. I, being the smallest kid on the field, was quite overwhelmed by the ex- this experience. I don't remember much of the rigorous football camp I surely endured, but it, I do know it didn't really help in meeting new kids. As I arrived at the school for my first day, I was face to face with kids who had been exposed to the school for years upon years and knew every single thing about it. I was awestruck by every little thing. All the kids playing basketball on the basketball court, which at the academy was a very big deal. The daily chapel where movie clips for every single week of the school year would be connected to a message. The saying of the pledge by all the kids and students every day. The delicious family-style meals that would be so impactful in my life. I would become the resident lunch guy, and my classmates would always ask me what we were having for that day. All of these amazing traditions, yet I wouldn't be able to become accustomed to them until weeks into the school year. I didn't truly know the feeling of being a new kid because I was always familiar with the people around me. Instead of I, for once, instead of seeing someone else as a new kid, I was one. Now, you're probably asking, Daniel, what in the world does this have to do with you being adopted? Well, let me tell you. On the first day of school, As I would introduce myself, I didn't really think about how strange it must have been meeting a Korean who spoke perfect English. The question would always arise, where are you from? And I would be faced with the difficult decision of, hmm, I lived in San Antonio my entire life, yet I'm from Korea. I associate as American, yet I again am from Korea. So, me being the intelligent kid that I am, I decided to flip-flop. I was American-born, yet Korean-born at the same time. This social interaction would always make me quite anxious. I learned that just sticking to one helped the most, so I stayed with Korean-born to help my sanity. On top of that, as I would mention I was Korean-born, I wouldn't exactly mention I was adopted, which would lead to quite the interesting interaction in the future. One example being whenever people would meet my parents who are white and be quite confused on the circumstance. Also, another example being whenever I would mention my adoption and someone would overhear and be shocked even though I knew them for years. One of my best friends, Jordan, thought I was actually lying to her when she overheard me at my summer camp. Overall, the awkwardness of the situation led me to be quite self-conscious on the matter. Instead of feeling proud of my background and honored to be where I was, I would shy away from it and almost neglect it. As years would pass, I started to realize I come from a unique place with a unique background that I need to tell the masses instead of hide it. Now, there are two sides to my adoption, however. The first being embracing my background. The second, however, posed to be the real emotional challenge for myself. This being the fact I was a foreign kid and, well, a proud country. As I am Korean-American, I'm not always welcomed. It doesn't matter how nice I am to the person, the fact that I'm different doesn't exactly bode well for myself. Yes, it is true I'm not truly from America, and as the fine man 2 Chains once said, I'm different. One of the most challenging experiences I faced was during a basketball camp at Shriner University in Kerrville, Texas. We were doing a shooting drill where one person would shoot the ball while the other would do everything in their power to make them miss. It was my turn to shoot, and as I go to drain the shot, the person next to me whispers in my ear, go back to where you belong. I proceeded to make the shot, but I looked at the guy in shock. I had never heard anything like that before, and it hurt. I didn't know what to do. My coach told me to go to the next spot, for another shot, but I just stood there. Next thing you know, I say in a faint voice, I can't, and I run to the bathroom where I stand, not knowing what to do. I was around 11 years old, and it most likely was an overreaction to the situation, but it did truly hurt. I wanted to punch the kid, yet cry at the same time. After this moment, I realized things were not going to be a breeze throughout life. Everywhere I go, some people are not going to like me simply because of how I look, and it took some pain to realize that. I thought to myself, why me? But it's not just me, it's everybody. Everybody faces difficulty, just in their own way. As you sit there in your chairs, I want you to walk away with two main things. The first being you are a unique individual and you have a place in this world. Your story, your background, is something nobody else can possess. So use your experiences as a way to better yourself and prove yourself. The second I want you to walk away with is do not let others affect your life. There are people in the world who will do everything in their power to tear you down. But you need to take that and let it drive you. Prove them wrong. Use yourself as living proof to why you matter in this world. Whether it be playing the best basketball you've ever played after someone insulted you, getting a good test grade after being told you couldn't, or becoming a successful worker in a certain field, there's no need to argue with your doubters. Just prove them wrong. Thank you.
0: Our final chapel talk from last week is by Jessica Cox. Jessica started attending TMI during her sophomore year. She's hoping to attend Colgate University or the U.S. Naval Academy next fall and plans to study biology or chemistry. Thank you for listening, and now enjoy this Senior Chapel talk.
2: I am not a quiet person. For most of my life, I was the loud kid. My brother and sister used to complain how much and how loud I would talk when they were watching a movie or playing a video game. My brother can still probably vouch that I never stop talking. Even when I was a baby, I would talk to my stuffed animals just because I needed someone to talk to. To this day, I'm still the person that whispers something to the next person during class and gets that, I know you're talking look from a teacher. Right, Mr. Ridewood? Although I'm being backed, I'm back to the person that can talk your ear off, I just learned how to be this person again. I started high school out as any other freshman, scared of the homework load, and ready to use all my new school supplies that I never actually used. At the time, I was going to another school that I attended since middle school, and I was excited to be on their high school swim team and race all the fast kids from other schools. The swim team was a joke to my school, and because I embraced swimming, that caused others to notice me. I occasionally got the swimming a stupid joke, but until I started becoming faster than some of the boys in my grade, I started getting attacked for who I was. I put up with some of their bullying for a while, just ignoring it, but when it became inappropriate with the teachers either encouraging it or ignoring it, I decided it was right to approach the administrators to end their harassments. I had a nice conversation with the principal who seemed to agree that it was time for the faculty to step in. I left that meeting believing that everything would be resolved. However, it was the opposite. The administrators made no effort to have a discussion with the students or faculty involved and remained silent. I pleaded with them again after another incident, and they still did not take me seriously. The message sent to me was that boys will be boys, and what I was trying to do was pointless. I was shot down by those who were supposed to help, and I was left feeling voiceless and powerless. The bubbly, talkative person I used to be was gone, and I began to blame myself for all the things that happened that year. I felt as if it was my fault for speaking up, even though it was the right thing to do. I became a ghost of who I used to be, and I retracted and stopped trying to participate in school. I became quiet in my classes because it was just better if I didn't talk. I showed up to school just to get the check in the attendance box and then zone out for the rest of the day. Some days I would just get sick and leave halfway through. I wanted something to change. I just didn't know how to do it. Looking back, I know I did the right thing. But since I felt defeated, I was affected. I let myself become voiceless because of the people that shouldn't matter. I became a ghost of who I am because I let the voices of those overpower who I was. I was concerned about those who didn't listen rather than finding someone who did listen. I let those who should have no say over my well-being take a hold of the person I was and step on it. It doesn't matter what others think. You deserve happiness. Find someone who listens to you because no one else should be able to take away from you your personality and your happiness. I entered TMI starting my sophomore year, still holding in the fears of being silenced. I was still wary of others and their reactions to me, and I originally felt that school wasn't the place for me to speak up or say what I thought about something. I was careful not to overshare and overexplain in class, and I just thought this was the right thing to do because unless I was asked to speak in class, there was no need for me to do so. I also had issues opening up to people. I closed myself off from those who showed me kindness when I came to TMI because I was afraid. I was afraid that if I got close to others, they would turn on me. Over time, I was able to see my past as something that happened. Just because something happened doesn't mean that'll happen over and over again. That year, I slowly released the fears and worries aside and focused on being me, not only in school, but in my daily life as well. Junior year was a turning point for me. This year was definitely the year that I felt like my happy and energetic self again. I don't think I know the exact moment that everything changed for me, but I was able to speak up for myself again. I stopped letting people walk over my words, I knew that I could no longer let the past keep me from being able to use my voice. I found the people that did listen to me and was able to be honest about who I am. I am no longer afraid of speaking up and telling the truth to anyone. I found my peace in sharing who I am without wondering what they thought of me. I stopped obsessing about the negative comments and judgments people made about me and focused on the positive things around me. I didn't need to worry about the person people wanted me to be, but rather the person I am. As Dr. Schutz phrased it, a person is a person no matter how small. No one's voice should be left unheard. No matter how small you think something is, speak up. Tell your community how you demand change. Don't let people take away something from you that makes you, you. Your voice can directly influence a change, no matter how small you are. I mean, look at me. Please don't be afraid to tell someone how it is and what they can do to fix it. If you find the right person who's willing to listen to you, you can change the situation. I encourage you, TMI, to share your voice without being afraid nobody's listening. Speak for yourself. Your words are more powerful than you think they are. Your voice can change the world if you speak loud enough. And if no one listens to you, speak louder. Your voice deserves to be heard. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas So leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.